The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Come back! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morancy. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust up and everybody else in between throwing it down. We're back in black. It's the Twisted Tuesday. Let's do this in a countdown. A tip-off is on NBA Finals. The Western Conference Finals have begun in the National Hockey League. And, in fact, there was more goals scored than there's ever been in a, in a Western Conference uh, Finals game uh, before. It was a track meet. It was a goal fest. People expected it to be a track meet and a goal fest, and it was. Uh, we'll get you caught up to date with the updated uh, numbers. Andrew McCannis will step up, and then we'll talk pucks uh, with McCannis. We'll break it down. we got the Rangers and the Lightning on tap in less than 24 hours uh, time. In less than 48 hours time, we have the NBA Finals. Bob Ryan will step up and in from Boston. Bob Ryan, Boston, longtime uh, Boston Globe columnist. Bob Ryan will join us. ESPN analyst. And uh, we've got Steve Merrill in the house. So we got Bob Ryan. We'll cut you down from a Boston perspective. Steve Merrill will join us. We'll uh, break it down from a betting and a trend perspective. Uh, we'll see uh, who McKinnis likes. And uh, we'll talk some pucks uh, with McKinnis. That's the focus of the program uh, this evening. The Los Angeles Dodgers getting all they can handle from the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Dodgers have played the Pirates five times this year. The Pirates have beaten them four of the five times. It would be five of six if they hang on to this 4-2 lead that they have right now as uh, we're in the bottom of the sixth inning. Uh, Justin Turner is up uh, for the Los Angeles Dodgers. We'll track it. Last night, the Dodgers this is one of these deals when you, know, you can't get mad at a team for winning as much as the Dodgers do win. But at the same point in time, people are going to get mad and then people are going to even matter if they lose consecutive games and you know, I don't know what it is about the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Dodgers can't beat these guys, but there's something to it right now. You know, listen, all right, they lost, uh, you know, you lost uh, three or four in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had, like, a glorious night one night. It was that Monday night. The Penguins won. The Pirates were rolling. But then you go to L.A. and you do it again, starting that up. You know, they're, they're 16 and 26 against the rest of the league, and they're 4 and 1 against the Dodgers. And as I said, it could be 5 and 1. But there's still, uh, Dodgers still have uh, four at bats uh, left, and a lot of stuff can happen. It's 4 2 right now in the bottom of the sixth inning. Speaking of a lot of stuff can happen, a hell of a lot of stuff did happen in that Colorado and Edmonton game, including a massive missed. I don't know. Is it a misblown call, a misinterpretation of the rules? Depending on your perspective, um, to me, 
that's offside. Uh, you can get into the semantics of it about, well, this, and he was dragging this, and, oh, he didn't have possession of that, and I don't know what the hell they were talking about. And, yeah, you know what? They found they found uh, a couple of uh, clips and a couple of goals this year that were very similar that counted as goals in a similar explanation, but it doesn't mean it's right. Um, like, you know, it was one of those deals. Listen. Anybody that any 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 anybody that pays attention knows that like who the hell do you think the the National Hockey League wants in in the Stanley Cup Finals the team from Denver or the team from uh, from Edmonton? It's not rocket science. So this is just one of many calls that'll go against uh, the Edmonton Oilers throughout their series. They're gonna have to deliver like a knockout punch because they will get screwed by the judges. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. We're back in black. Let's do this thing. at Twisted Tuesday. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. We're throwing it down. Sirius XM Channel 159. I'm on your 1090 ESPN Radio. The 50,000-watt juggernaut loudest station in the nation. Uh, we're tracking it all. We've got live baseball going on in the late night hours. And, of course, the countdown clock continues to the NBA Finals. Bob Ryan will step up and in from Boston. We'll break it down from a Boston Celtic perspective. Uh, Boston, longtime Boston Globe uh, columnist, ESPN analyst Bob Ryan uh, will join us. Steve Merrill, wager talk, will step up and in. We'll break it down from a betting and a trend. Uh, perspective. There's a lot of history when it comes to the NBA Finals and a lot of recent trends in history uh, that all point in the Golden State Warriors uh, direction. Golden State Warriors are currently minus 160 favorites uh, right now. We'll break down all the series props. We'll get you like the exact games and you know the exact correct score and everything else in between in which is a, a great NBA Finals matchup. You've got East Coast versus West Coast. You've got an old school dynasty in the Boston Celtics against a new school dynasty in the Golden State Warriors. You've got Jason Tatum trying to become a legend in his own right in a town on a team that's not easy to become a legend like anywhere else he'd be a mega mega superstar right but it's boston you've got to win and he's done everything in his career already and the kid's only 24 years old he's done everything in his career except win a championship but it doesn't mean that steph curry is going to want to give it to him all right the last time the golden state warriors were on the floor in the nba finals they lost uh, to the toronto raptors and uh, they want to erase that and add to their legacy and um and become four and two um, right now, right? This is their six uh, finals in the last uh, eight years, three and two. Big difference between four and two and three and three. We'll break it all down. Like I said, Steve Merrill, Bob Ryan, Andrew McCandice will step up and in. We'll get into the pucks. Rangers lightning less than 24 hours away. Colorado Avalanche take game one. There are more goals. That was like one of those tie break sets today between uh, the Joker and uh, Nadal. You gotta be kidding me! Another, another late empty netter. Puck line caches for the Abs with the help of the referees. Offside is offside. That was offside. This is sports rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. 
Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. The Twisted Tuesday. This is Sports Rage. I am Marinci. Yeah, we got a full house here this evening. The great Bob Ryan. We appreciate uh, Bob's time always. Uh, Bob Ryan will join us. Great time to have uh, Bob on. Nobody's covered the Boston Celtics as long as uh, he has. So we'll get his take on the NBA Finals. Steve Merrill from a betting perspective. McKinnis will talk pucks. And uh, we've got a lot of stuff to unpack uh, here uh, this evening. The Dodgers are trailing right now 4-2 live in the bottom of the sixth inning. They have runners on first and third uh, right now. Uh, Pilar is up at the plate. And listen, we've talked about it in the past. You know, we're all responsible for our own actions. And we're responsible for our own wagers. And, you know, we've all done it as betters. We've all done it as sports fans. I can't believe this guy dropped it. I can't believe this guy did that, did this, did this, missed it, you know, whatever. And we blame the, you know, we blame others. But, you know, teams, you know, teams tend to screw up and, you know, you kind of have to own it. You have to, you have to own it. But with all that being stated, I don't know what the hell is going on tonight because, I don't know, man, I've been watching hockey and I've been playing hockey for over 45 years. And thought I knew what offside was. I guess I don't. In the same sense that, I don't know, I thought I knew what in the crease meant. But I guess it, what it counts, when, what is Buffalo or it's Edmonton, I guess it, it's not the same. The rules aren't the same. And I don't care if you guys can dig out one video or two videos of some stupid goal or whatever the hell. It's like, yeah, good for you. Good for you. I guarantee you, man. If, if the roles were reversed, all right, if that's Edmonton, they would have said, oh, that's offside. If that, you know, that, that's offside. It's just caught up for what it is. Who the hell do you think the head office wants going to the finals? All right, like, you know, we'll, we'll get into that. And I'm watching this Dodger game, and the Dodgers, well, it's 4-3 right now. It should have been the bases loaded. It should have been the bases loaded, but this two-bag umpire, for whatever reason, called a clear ball, uh, called a strike. uh, You know, dude, he called it a strike. Should have been bases loaded. Instead, it's one out after the fact. Now, now it's uh, now it's four-three, and uh, Dodger Stadium's getting uh, rocked up uh, here right now. We've got a part. Uh, that's live, and it'd be nice after the Dodgers lost last night to close it out with a win uh, here this evening. 
uh, with the Mets, uh, the Blue Jays, Mets, Blue Jays, and Dodgers. Pays a uh, nice robust plus 195. So it'd be a a nice payday. Uh, St. Louis hasn't been kind for San Diego. St. Louis win uh, again tonight. St. Louis Cardinals. One of these teams that people always say, oh, they're not going to be great this year, and then whatever. They're always just who they are, and they're good. Right? They are who they are, and they're good. But we'll get into the NBA Finals in a couple of minutes. Like I said, Bob Ryan will join us. So we'll try. We'll, we'll you know we'll break it down from a Boston perspective uh, tonight. We'll get into it from a Warrior perspective uh, tomorrow. From you know a million different uh, betting perspectives over the next couple of nights. I think this is a cool NBA Finals. It was a cool NBA Final last year too, when you had Phoenix and Milwaukee. All right, the Lakers and the Heat in the bubble was all right. You know what I mean? People like to see new teams win and sort of fresh storylines. And even though Golden State have won like they have, they haven't been there in a little while. And they're one of the teams that are good that people don't hate. Right? Like, nobody hates Steph Curry. Like, who's, like, even in a city? Like, can you say, oh, yeah, they hate Steph Curry in that city? Right? Like, nobody hates Steph Curry. Nobody hates Klay Thompson. Draymond Green... Well, a lot of people hate Draymond Green, but that's not a Warrior thing. That's more of a Draymond thing, right? More, more than anything. So the, you know, the Warriors, and I've always found the Celtics to be a pretty unlikable franchise. Just the whole Boston thing is annoying. They've won enough, etc. Their fans can be obnoxious, um, but the Celtics haven't won in a while. And I don't know. The Celtics are like Duke. They're not as annoying, right? I guess Zillion Jason Tatum actually went to Duke, uh, and he's a Celtic. Right, they don't have as annoying guys as they used to. Like it's yeah, who dislikes Jalen Brown? Hard to not like Marcus Smart the way he plays and stuff. Yeah, the guy plays so hard. Right? Like they don't have like the dislikable guy. It's not like, oh God, I hate Danny Ainge. Right? They don't have that sort of target like they usually do. Like even Paul Pierce, right? Paul Pierce a lot of people disliked, right? He was sort of that, oh God, Paul Pierce annoying, right? But like they they you know they're not as annoying now. I think, you know, you got East Coast versus West Coast. A lot of great storylines. We'll get into it. But as long as, you know, as we, because we're going to be a basketball heavy here. And we'll get into the pucks in level two. But uh, Colorado Avalanche, wild series. Wild, you know, people expected it to be a wild series. And it is. It has been. It was very strange. Like, it'd be like five or seven minutes with no goals. And you'd think, I don't know, these teams, like, sort of, this is becoming like a real game. And then, nope, nope. And then it'd be like two or three goals in a span. Oh, no, goal, 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 goal. Now, one of the goals, the most controversial goal, was, was a wild first period of play. And Edmonton scored first. Evander Kane cash. He was like 12 to 1 to score the first goal in a game. 10 to 1, 12 to 1 in that range. And. Evander Kane scores, you know, the first goal of the game. Before Edmonton can finish celebrating, Colorado ties it up. All right? Then Colorado starts dialing it up, and they score again. Boom. Then suddenly it's 2-1 Colorado. The crowd is going crazy there, whatever the hell they call that arena now. It's all be, always be the uh, Pepsi center to me. <laughs> right? Whatever the hell they call it. It's the coal something, whatever. So... 
the place is going crazy, and the abs are good, right? And the abs then start, like, dialing it up a notch. And then they're really buzzing around, and it's like, man, it's lucky it's not 3-1 by the end of the period. And we were still live on game-time decisions at this point. And I said, the Oilers have to, like, hold off for dear life here with the last four minutes of the first period and not let them score again because they're about to score again, right? And they were coming close, but they didn't. And then... Boom, Edmonton scores. I don't know, how many seconds left? 20 seconds, whatever the hell it is. You know, whatever. Edmonton score, like, really late in the period. All right? And it's like, wow, this game is really turned. All right? This game is really turned. Suddenly, I like, Edmonton is back. It's like, whoa, this, like, there it is. They're just, like, it's like a good fight here. They're just going back and forth. And so Edmonton score. And then literally like a split second later, Colorado score. Like one of the quickest goals like in between. It has to be one of the quickest goals in between ever in the history of the NHL. Like honestly, like it was literally right off the faceoff. Like still at the same, like just like the first goal they scored, you're like, wow, I can't believe they just tied it. Oh my God, I can't believe Edmonton just scored. And before you can even process Edmonton scoring, Colorado scores. So the thing is, they were offside. Right? And Edmonton challenged it, rightfully so. Rightfully so. And they challenge it. And you can see he's like, dude, he's like a foot and a half offside. He didn't get he didn't get back. There's no disputing it. There's no debating it. He's offside. They have multiple angles where he's offside. And then you knew something was up when these dumbass referees were like, and I don't even blame the referees. I take that back because it's not even their fault, right? It's the head office. So I put it this way. I knew when they were standing there forever that something was up. Because it was one of those calls that should have been blatantly obvious. And then you just sort of know, well, they must be getting ready to screw over Edmonton here. And... And the whole thing is, like, I take back saying the referee and stuff, because it's easy to target a referee, but I don't know if you guys saw the video. <clears throat> I think it was with Girardi or whoever the hell it was. Um, over the weekend, there was an umpire. No, it wasn't Girardi. <clears throat> I don't know. Oh, well, it'll pop in my head what team it was. Whatever. There was an umpire, and he was on a hot mic. And this umpire's been a couple of times been picked up on a hot mic this year. He's pretty funny, this guy. He's old school. And the dugout was really letting him have it over a review and stuff. And he walked over and he goes, hey, once I send it to New York, it's out of my effing hands. I don't make the call. Right? And he's telling them. It's the same thing with the NFL, same thing with the NHL. So you can't blame the referees. You blame the head office. Blame the league. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. My name's Bobby, and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Okay, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. And you know what? My anger is actually starting to grow over that goal. And not take anything away from Colorado. They're an explosive team. But there's a big difference between 3-2 at the end of the period and then after Colorado score. Not to mention they gave a penalty to, uh, to Edmonton for complaining. You imagine you get screwed over. And they, I don't care. Like, they, there's no explanation. Like, basically, this, this is the worst call in the National Hockey League in a big setting since, actually, you know what? Like, what a shock. When Who was it? Was it Calgary against Tampa in the finals when the puck crossed the line and they didn't count it? And then Tampa ended up winning? Oh, yeah, that was what a coincidence that they screwed Calgary over, right? And then what was the other, like, blatant screw job in the finals? Uh, Buffalo, right? Let's just screw Buffalo over. You know, let Dallas win, right? Buffalo might as well be Canadian, Right, like same thing. Like Buffalo gets screwed and everything all the time, right? So it's the same thing. Like there's, you know, like seriously. Let me put it this way, guys. Let me go through the history of the NHL. I want to. I'm going to get to the NBA Finals, but let me get on my soapbox for a second. As I say, there's a big difference, right? If it's two-two, whatever, man. Suddenly it's three-two, and then Colorado score again, and it's four-two to start the second period. After they score early in the period, and then Edmonton are playing uphill. After that call, and that worst time after the call, right after their goal, right after their goal, they get screwed over. Then they got to go in the room, and they can't even be positive after a great first period because they're raging about getting screwed over, and rightfully so because they got screwed over. I just want to point something out here as, uh, as far as Gary Bettman is concerned. All right, and this is my conspiracy theory. And let's look at the uh, let's look at the Stanley Cup here. Let's look at the uh, the, uh, the the history of the cup and uh, Stanley Cup uh, champions. All right, the Stanley Cup champions. Now we're not going to go back to, to the early 1900s. Let's just go. Let's uh, let's go with. Uh, Let's go with 1984. Let's let's start with 1984. Edmonton Oilers win the cup. 1985. Edmonton Oilers win the cup. All right. Uh, 1986. Montreal Canadiens win the cup. 1987. Edmonton Oilers win the cup. 88. Oilers win the cup. 89. Flames win the cup. 
1990, Oilers win a cup. They don't even have Wayne Gretzky anymore. They win a cup without Wayne Gretzky. All right, 19, all right, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, Pittsburgh Penguins, Montreal Canadiens. So in between 1984, a team from Canada won. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. In between 1984 and 1993, a team from Canada won eight times. And just to be like more more exact, like we said, so Calgary 89, Edmonton 90. So forget about going back. Let's take Gretzky out of it and stuff. All right, so not even want to grow in a Gretzky days. Let's take Gretzky out of it. So 19, uh, 1986, the Canadians, all right, then the Oilers a couple of times, then 1989, the Flames. And we should note that in a 1986 Stanley Cup Finals, it was the Montreal Canadiens versus the Calgary Flames. The Canadians beat them. Patrick Wall won his first cup. 1989 Stanley Cup Finals was the Calgary Flames and the Montreal Canadiens. This time the Flames beat them. So you had two teams get in from Canada into the Stanley Cup Finals. All right, then they get rid of Gretzky and the Oilers win without him in 1990. Then the Penguins win a couple of cups, then the Montreal Canadiens win a cup. And then Gary Bettman becomes commissioner in 1994. The New York Rangers win the cup. Then the New Jersey Devils win the cup. <laughs> and I can go on and a team from Canada has never won since. Coincidence? Random, random circumstance? I don't know, it seems kind of strange that every two years a team from Canada was winning or every year you had multiple teams from Canada in the Cup. Like, what changed about the NHL? Like, did anything change? Like, oh, well, this, this change and that. Like, they used to have it. Like, what, what changed? I don't know, the commissioner changed. I know that. And, you know, as I stated, like, if you, if you look at the calls and stuff, uh, this is just one example tonight. It's, it's offside. It's offside. Like, like, really, you want to pretend, like, whatever, man. Like, you, you know, at least you don't hide it, right? At least you don't hide it. Like, remember the Sixers and the Raptors. At least you're not hiding your screw jobness of this. I mean, I'm, I'm reading. Here's uh, Carlo Koliakovo, uh, uh, former uh, NHL player, um, calling about how this is a horrible. You got former players. You got players, like, tweeting, saying, what the F? Like, that's offside. That's offside. And then, you know what, like the NHL and Ron McClain too, who is like, I don't know, Ron McClain's probably part of the referee's like union or something. I don't know what his deal is. I don't know, he, he likes to go to their golf tournament or something. He always stands up for them no matter what they do. And, and the league, you know what I mean, he's a league guy. That's why he's been on TV forever. But so he's defending the hell out of it and stuff. And the whole thing is, there's a difference, okay? There is a difference between a player standing on the blue line waiting for his teammate to leave the zone, right? There's a difference between, all right, this guy's offside, but I'm just going to sort of linger around. I'm sort of on the blue line, and I'm lingering here, but they're not going to be exact about this because I'm waiting for the guy to get onside. That wasn't the case. This is a case where the guy was in the zone, and the whole thing is, if you, you can't even defend this, because the guy on Colorado tried to get out of the zone desperately. It was like a prison break. All right, he saw, oh my God, I'm offside, and he desperately tried to get onside, and he never did. And McCarr comes flying in. You know what that is? That's offside. That's offside. And like I said, whatever. Maybe Colorado wins the game anyways. Maybe they don't. It's a pot. You know what? It, it, was, it was a screw. It was, it was a terrible call. 
It was a blatantly call, and it was a game-turning call. Like, dude, when one team is down in hockey, all right, it's like throwing an interception and getting a pick six like right before. I think the best way of describing it is like you're down by a touchdown. You tied a game with like a pick six, like with 10 seconds left. And somehow there's like a blatant holding call, and they return the punt. They return the kickoff for a touchdown after, when they everybody held and like, it was one of those deals where it's like, well, this won't take long. Look, they've got five angles saying he's offside, and then they come up with some interpretation of the rule type crap, but it's not true. They're lying. It's funny. Here's Ryan Whitney. I guess Ryan Whitney doesn't know anything about hockey, right? This guy played in the NHL for what, like 14 years or something? Here's Ryan Whitney. I wish I knew the rules of hockey because I could have sworn that was offsides. Here's Justin Bourne. Uh, Justin Bourne. This guy as well. I've watched it a handful of more times. Uh, and I've heard Elliot uh, Friedman and Ron McLean's explanation. My conclusion, it's offside. All right? And he goes, let's not galaxy brain this thing. Exactly. It's not rocket science. Like, people are starting walking. Oh, his movement is this. No, he's offside, man. Like, there's no there's no disputing it. He's offside. Like I said, I'm, I'm just looking here. Uh, I'm, just, uh, I'm just looking here, like, for, for players. I, I, I want to see what players have to say. Here's Mike Johnson, longtime NHL player, TSN analyst. Mike Johnson says, good call, good goal. Um, I'll have to disagree. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to disagree. Here's Darren Dreger. Oiler fans won't like this, but the review was handled correctly. It was a laid offside, and McCarr smartly lifts his stick off the puck for a split second to keep it a legal play. Oh, God. Whatever. I got nothing against Darren Dreger, but this guy makes a living. Like, he's like a dude that, like, gets memos from, like, his life is the league. So he's not going to come out and say, what a blatant screw job. Right? You know, that's the whole thing. Like, you know, that's why I'm, I'm looking for what players have to say. Not what, like, some media people have to say that your jobs are, like, this, you know, on it. It's sad that that's what the media is, but it's true. That That's what it is. Especially the hockey world. Hockey people protect each other like none other, man. All right? So, like, Rob McClain's bending over backwards and stuff. Look at Nazem Kadri. Nazem Kadri got death threats when he went to uh, uh, when he went to St. Louis. The guy gets a hat trick, and Ron McClain's upset because he he did like a shush to the crowd. And then they go, oh, the refs were the stars of the game tonight. What do you mean the refs were the stars of the game? <laughs> because they didn't let it get out. No, the refs were the stars of the game. All right. Yeah, refs were the stars. Like, I don't know what galaxy some of these people live on. Um, here's the uh, the quote from Jay Woodcroft. Head coach of the uh, head, head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. I didn't really get an explanation at that point. We felt the player had control of the puck. We thought it was uh, the right move to challenge that call. You have to live with it and move on. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you notice, the coach of the Oilers was losing it at the end of the period, and he was telling the referee, "Come over here," and they wouldn't even go over there. But whatever. That's what they did to Buffalo when they screwed Buffalo when Dallas won the cup when Brett uh, Hart, oh, when Brett uh, Hall was clearly. Uh, in, in the crease. 
Vince screwed Buffalo. Buffalo did not screw Buffalo. This is Sports Rage. Bob Ryan next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Sports Rage Late Night continues. I am Gable Morantz. We're breaking it down. Sirius XM Channel 159, a mightier 1090 ESPN Radio on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. Let's bring in longtime Boston Globe columnist, ESPN analyst, Bob Ryan joins us. Let's talk NBA Finals. Bob, it's always a pleasure, sir. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Okay, my pleasure, Gabe. So, uh, Bob, I know you're disdained for the three-ball uh, era. There's been a lot of talk, a lot of debate as far as uh, Jimmy Butler pulling up to take that uh, three. I've been dying to hear your take on this. I, for one, thought he should have taken it to the rack, uh, tied the basketball game. There were 16 seconds uh, left. He had Horford uh, one-on-one. But it's easy for me to say, and Jimmy Butler did carry this team. It's his shot to take. But what was your opinion on the uh, on the shot? When he took it, it didn't register to me that there was anything wrong with it. And then I was listening, uh, I guess it was Mark Jackson, and his opinion was uh, he should have blown by Horford and taken the two. And and I, I hadn't thought about it in the exact moment. And now we've had a couple of days to think it over. And look, the way the game, you know, if you know me, this wouldn't have been an issue 50 years ago. Well, you know, well, it is because the three is available. Um, and, and, and the way the game is played today, more people would have taken the three than would have gone for the two, I think. I think the mentality is implanted in people. Uh, and he was so confident. He's having such a great series. And, and, and he was the right guy to, to do that. He shouldn't be chastised for it at all. There's no guarantee that, that Horford might have retreated and gotten a piece of the ball. We don't know uh, at that at all. That's total supposition. So I'm sticking up for Jimmy Butler here. And, and, and whatever he did was, was a good decision. And ultimately as well, even if the three, even if it goes in, it doesn't mean they automatically win the game either. There no, was still yeah. There's time yeah, left for two shots. There's time left to have the two lead swaps in the way the NBA is played. The way the NBA, even college, sure, there's no guarantee. But you know, this is where we are, and we're, everybody's got an opinion, and, and everybody has an opportunity to express that opinion. 
Pink Floyd have a great song, Bob, Momentary Lapse of uh, of Reason. And they could say, oh, it's the name, name of one of their records. And I think that's almost appropriate for the Boston Celtics because they seem to be the better team when they're on the floor against their opponents throughout the playoffs. But there's these momentary lapse of, uh, of reason. Um, you know, Pennywise, Pound Crazy, I guess, would be another way of putting it. There's just sort of these little little runs and meltdowns. You know, the other team goes on a run. Boston starts turning the ball over, but they've done a good job of reining it in, uh, haven't they? Well, even in that game, they never lost the lead. There were two times it was down to two. Once was in the third period, and they ran off a 7-0 after it got down to 56-54, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that was the score. And then, of course, the two points at the end uh, uh, that uh, before, before um, uh, he smart made the free throws. Um, it's the turnovers that lead them to their uh, that lead into their problems. There is no question they have too many careless passes and sloppy ball handling decisions uh, and and at the wrong time. And absent them, or if they could reduce them to, uh, they, they would have. I won't say easily, but there wouldn't have been any seventh game, and and there wouldn't have been any angst and need for a seventh game against Milwaukee either. So it it, it is an issue, and it's one that's been commented upon many, many, many times. Believe me, uh, they're well aware of it, but they haven't yet cured that little that little uh, disease, if you will. One thing that stands out to me as far as the, these finals are concerned is the fact that it's homegrown talent. Uh, both the teams in the NBA Finals top three scores this season were dr- drafted uh, by their respective teams, Curry, Thompson, and Jordan Poole, Tatum, Brown, and Smart. Hard to believe, Bob. First time the top three postseason scores on each NBA Finals team um, since the 1998 Bulls and Jazz Series. Wow. night when they're all available the Celtics start four of their own number ones very very I don't know if any other team can make that statement and and, and four of their number ones maybe Golden State if they put up a certain lineup and even and if they replace Robert Williams with Grant Williams which they've done that's another uh, number one uh in their 71-72 season, uh, but I haven't seen anybody do that since. But uh, uh, yeah, that's a very good point you make, and I think it's great. It's good for the game. It's good. It's, 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 uh, these are worthy teams now. They, they each have, for you know, maybe not different reasons, but they each deserve to be here, and that's one of the reasons that their front offices can take a bow. And Dan, in the Celtics' case, it's Danny Ainge who, who uh, doesn't yeah. get, in my opinion, enough credit. He, he may look. Nobody has perfect drafting. He had some clunkers, but. And it's funny you say that because I want to bring Danny up. It seems like everybody's getting credit right now except him, right? And I know, listen, we shouldn't be, pat. you know, there's there's still another series to go here, but if we're going to talk about how this team stuck together, because there was the one, the one criticism, I guess, was, wow, they have all these draft picks, all this firepower that's not coming together, but sometimes it takes a little while. How serious was the talk in Boston, Bob, of people, let's say in the media or maybe even people in the organization that actually thought that they would have to break up Brown and Tatum, or was that just media stuff? No, that was, uh, and I would be totally disingenuous were I to tell you that I did not join in that course. I had reluctantly come to the conclusion that it wasn't going to work in the long run, that they needed to trade, no, we're going to trade Tatum, that Brown had to go, the, the ideal guy, not that the, not that the other guys had any interest in sending him to Boston, but the trade that people were fantasizing about, mythical trade, was Brown for Bradley Beal, or, or, or them being the center 
basis of a of, of a multiplayer deal with with, uh, with Washington. Uh, I bought into it uh, at five, reluctantly, but I finally did. And then in January, three games under 500, they had their epiphany. And and that's the great question: What happened? Uh, why did they start buying into what Emi Odoka was selling more than they had been? What got into Tatum to, to, to make him see the light about uh, sharing the ball a little more, trusting his teammates? What got into Marcus Smart to, to stop taking needless threes and act more like a point guard, which he has done ever since? Uh, we, we don't know, but it all happened. Bob Ryan uh, joining us on the Late Night Anger Management Class. I am Gabriel Morenci. So, Bob, now they get the Golden State Warriors. And we all knew, all of us that love the NBA and follow the NBA, were excited about these playoffs because it felt like it was wide open. It wasn't a sure-shot lock who was going to be playing in the finals. And this is an improbable finals with Golden State and uh, with Boston, a team with so much tradition in the Celtics and a team with a modern tradition in the Golden State uh, Warriors. What stands out to you, Bob, when you look at this matchup? What are the key matchups and or storylines of these NBA Finals? The uh, Obviously, uh, keeping Kurt Curry from going crazy on the one end. The other end is can Andrew, you would think that Wiggins will be the guy most likely guarding Tatum more often than not. And, and that Green will have Horford when he's out there. He might get, he might, he'll see some of Robert Williams. He'll see some of Tatum, I think. But is, is that battle of, of young up-and-comers, Tatum, who was first-team All-League, Wiggins, who broke through to become the All-Star that Minnesota hoped he was going to be. He's finally playing the way he was projected to play. It took a while. Um, that's an important matchup there. Tatum has uh, uh, shown up, come up very well against Antetokounmpo and, and Butler. Uh, although Butler had huge games, but Tatum played the biggest game when he needed to. Um, that's one thing. Um, the, 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 the old guy, you got two big brother guys going there, you know, two total glue guys uh, in, in Green versus Horford. Uh, you know, the, 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 they, were, they were like supervisors of, of the kids. Uh, <laughs> and, and although Curry and Clay Thompson aren't kids, but Wiggins and Poole, Poole's the next factor. Uh, yeah. The Celtics do not have anyone like that coming off their bench. Peyton Pritchard didn't even get more. He got two minutes, I think, in game seven. Uh, he'll play more this series. Emi uh, cut the rotation down to seven guys in that game. By the way, so did so did uh, uh, Eric Spolstra. But anyway, there's no, Poole, who's you know, injected himself into the story, giving them one of the best three-guard combo scoring um, uh, trios in the history of the league. It's right up there with, with, with the old uh, Sonics and, and with the, the, the uh, bad boy Pistons with Isaiah and, and Dumars and Vinny and uh, Microwave uh, and, and with Gus and Dennis Johnson and, and Freddie Downtown Brown. Right now, these guys are on a par with anybody that's ever played as, as a trio uh, because Poole gives them that, that extra dimension. So he's going to be an X factor. Um, um, it's it, two deserving teams. They know how to play defense. Uh, the Celtics have prided themselves on defense. Uh, their, their, their metrics in, on, on both sides of the ball since the beginning of January or middle of January are the best in the league in uh, total, no question. They deserve to be here. But none of it. Who's surprised? You surprised? I surprised? Any good basketball fan surprised that once Golden State got fully assembled and, and yeah. Thompson got, got the rust off and, and Green got back in the lineup and, and Curry, who, you know, who had been injured by Smart the last time they played, which didn't get down very well with Golden State, uh, when they all got together, that they were they were able to do what they're doing. I, I don't think any of us are surprised at all. Well, my mea culpa is earlier in the year the Warriors were actually one of the favorites, and I said, "Come on, guys, why are they the favorites?" I said, "I don't see this. Like, really?" 
and and here they are uh, right now. But I did start to buy in, and you know they they flicked the switch. And you know, to me, as you talked about Jordan Poole, I think he took some of the load off of Curry, quite a bit of it actually. During the regular season, there were games where Poole just went off, and, and Curry didn't have to extenuate the same energy. And to me, would you agree with this? And it's not to take anything away from what what Boston has done in beating Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and Miami, but Golden State are the healthiest of the teams that they played, and they are the deepest. Would you agree with that? Well, yeah, I, I think so. Uh, I, I would say that. I'd say the other thing that, that Poole was able to do, win games without Curry. You know, Curry yeah. went down after that smart injury. And, you know, we can debate whether I, I think it was reckless. It wasn't malicious. It, 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 he doesn't do dirty things. He does aggressive linebackery things. You know, that's the way he plays. He is not dirty, but he can hurt you because he's, 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 he gets, you know, he gets a little reckless. And I'm sure in his heart of hearts, Steve Kerr knows that. But obviously he was upset that it's a play that didn't have to be made. You know what? Not many players would have made it, but that's what makes Smart smart. And unfortunately, he landed on Curry's ankle. Anyway, um, there's a, I think your analysis is good there. I think it's an enticing series. I, you know, historically, you know, these two teams haven't met since 1964 when Wilton and <laughs> and And they should have met in 76. I, I think this has come up, and I'm going to bring it up. You know, thanks to Rick Barry standing around and pouting in Game 7 and screwing the best team in basketball with the Warriors in 75-76. They didn't get to play in the finals against the Celtics. The Suns did. And uh, that was a crime because they were the best team and, 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 and they should have won. And, and uh, everybody knows that Rick Barry stood around and watched the seventh game instead of playing in it. Uh, Bob Ryan uh, with us. Always end strong. Bob, we got about a minute and a half uh, left here. So the odds makers have made Golden State um, the favorites. They're like minus 150, minus 160 uh, in that uh, range. What are you expecting in this series? Long series, seven-game series? Oh, yeah. Have you figured something oh. out yet? What are you looking at here? Oh, minimum of six. I mean, the over-under on a game like this got to be six because the Celtics have proven themselves now to be an excellent road team all year yep. and in the playoffs. You know, they just got through winning two seventh games on the road. Not, I, I haven't researched it, Gabe. I don't know who has. It's easy to do. I just, I'm not in a position in the moment where I'm, uh, uh, if any team's ever done that in the playoffs. Back they're the first team to win multiple road games in each series since the 99 Knicks, ironically 99 enough. 99 Knicks. Oh, yep. wow. Oh, yep. Yep. Was, there was a team that came out of nowhere. Exactly. Oh, oh. <laughs> For younger people, the Knicks didn't always suck, right, Bob? <laughs> no, they didn't always suck, but they weren't supposed to go to the finals that year at all. You know, that was, that was Jeff Van Gundy. He was a yes, sir. Town and Marcus Camby was the toast of the town along with him that year. Anyway, wow. Alan Houston. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, uh, so anyway, it should be, I mean, you know, who, it's got to go six. And, and, and if it goes seven, you know, uh, God, I hope so. I mean, for the, for the, good for the game. Uh, and, and the Celtics are certainly uh, undoubtedly will be underdogs, but we've already seen that won't phase them at all. Bob Ryan, it's always a pleasure, Bob. Love talking sports with you. Look forward to doing it again. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. You're welcome. Bye-bye now. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Late night anger management class. Could be anger amongst a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, the locals. The natives are getting restless right now. Chavez Ravine, Pirates still leading 4-3 right now. One out, bottom of the eighth inning. Um, Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, Taylor is at the plate right now, and. Um, the Pirates have beaten the Dodgers four of the five times that they played uh, so far this year. This would be five out of the six if they're able to hang on. 4-3 right now. Dodgers are down to their last five outs uh, right now. We've got a full count. We'll keep our eye on that. Thanks to, uh, to Bob Ryan uh, for, uh, for joining us on the program. Always great, uh, always great breaking it down with Bob. You know, we talked last week, and I said, I don't think that um, – I didn't think that Boston or Miami would beat Golden State, and I stand by those comments still right now. It's not like we can pat ourselves on the back, though, for getting a great number. We did get Golden State at minus 140, whatever. They're minus 160 right now. But we're going to get into this uh, later with Steve Merrill, and um, I'll break the ice with this right now because I saw somebody in the chat asking me about the MVP. And... There is a correlation, obviously, right? We talk about this in the Super Bowl every year. You look, all right, who's like, who's the obvious MVP here? It was trickier in a Super Bowl this past year with the Rams because they had so many good players. It was more dynamic. Um, and it was just more diverse. But this, this is pretty clear cut. Like, you know, look, the Golden State Warriors are minus 160 to win the series. If you think they're going to win the series – Steph Curry is going to be the MVP of this series, all right? Steph Curry's minus 115. He's minus 115 to be the MVP. So what's a, what's a better bet? Now, the thing is, you're thinking, well, I don't want a chance at all in on the MVP. Fine, I understand that. But you got to get a piece. Like, if you like the Warriors, then, you know, you take some money aside and you say, all right, I like the Warriors on the series, but I got to take Steph Curry to be the MVP. The fact that he's never been the NBA Finals MVP before makes me like him even more. Bring it. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, 
No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 